All right, uh, welcome to the Air J the Great Podcast Show. Got a uh, special guest on the show today, uh, hip hop artist uh, Cypher Soul. How you doing? Good, good. How you doing, brother? What's good with y'all? What's good? What's up? Good to meet y'all. Doing all right, man. So, uh, first off, for anybody that ain't heard his music before, we're gonna uh, play uh, one of his songs, and then we'll get into the uh, interview. Hey, hey, you might have to stay, you might have to stay still, bro, because it's going to keep breaking up. Yeah, I moved because it was fucking up. Oh, okay. Yo. Yo. Yeah, I can't see you. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm on the camera. My connection is doing some funny shit. That's weird. That's weird. Second we get on here. Let me do something real quick. Wi-Fi booming. It should be booming out here. Yeah, man, uh, I like that. I like that song, though. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't see you, though. Man, that's crazy. It's wild. I can see you now. Froze. You know what I'm about to hold up, hold up one second. What I'm about to do, I'm about to see if it works better right here. This shit ain't, this shit ain't what it's saying. Might work better here. 
You got yeah. me? Yeah. Here's yeah. about your purse back for you. Yeah, man. So, uh, first, yeah. so first off, man, tell the people uh, where you from and how old are you? Man, I'm originally from uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Currently uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, where I've been and started my music career out. And I'm 31. 90s baby. Okay. So, um, What's the first thing that uh come to your mind when you hear your hometown? You said when I when I think of my hometown? Yeah. I mean, for real, like, I would definitely have to say, like, the Red Sox to the Patriots, sports and shit. We ain't never really have no big artists come out to, like, recently, even Jacksonville. Like, now both of my... Pretty much every place I've been now, we getting artists coming out like Joiner and Adam Mass and Jacksonville got Nardo and Julio and Young and Ace and been doing some things out there in Louisville. You already know what the scene got over here. We is a pretty much like every place I've been touching it, man. It's just like music now. I wasn't like that always, but. It's really growing and forming into that. I'm seeing a lot, a lot more cities doing things and artists getting out there, and touching bases with things for real. Okay. Oh, uh, so for for uh, anybody that ain't never been to your uh, hometown, man, just kind of uh, describe how it was growing up in your city and some of the struggles and stuff you had to endure as a kid and teenager. Man, that's a good one. Um, I definitely say like, um, hey, can you go get my charger, brother? Like coming up in a couple different cities, like my life was kind of split, like coming up in Cambridge and shit like that, it was more so family based. Um, I left there when I was 10 years old. Up until then, my mom's was from Erie, Pennsylvania. And just coming up from her walk of life and being where I was at, those young struggles was kind of there, but my mom was gone for a while. She came back into my life. I moved to Jacksonville. That's when, like, I really feel I came into myself and who who I am still to this day, you know? Like, shit was tough out there, you know? But it, it was good. Like, it was a lot of, when I was young, I remember, like, just even being in middle school and just hearing things that the friends are going through, and then you see things getting, like, closer to home, people you know people you grew up with, like young people going through shit, like getting in trouble, dying, uh, parents start like leaving and a lot of me and my homies, it was good for me like first couple of years, by the time I got to high school, my mom got like, she got real ill. And that's when I really experienced like, what it was like being out there like by yourself and trying to, trying to get by like, and it's a tough city, like, no bullshit. Like if you, when you there, and you good. Like when you sheltered, it's a nice place to be. But once you really got to step out there, things change up a little bit because you start to see like everybody got struggles. Everybody going through shit. If they got to take it from you or come to you for it. But um, I was lucky enough for real. For real, I was um. I was in, once I got to high school, like I was in a marching band and shit like that. I had a good group of, um, that's where my love for music came from. 
I had a good group of friends. A lot of us, if we ain't have it, they had it. If they ain't have it, I had it. My moms was around, or their moms was around, and um, it was crazy though, man. Like lots of bullshit. I don't want to like get into too much, but people know about Jacksonville. Like niggas was really out there on some other shit that we never really had to be on. If we were to just like try to band together and shit, but it ain't never been like that. When somebody hungry, they're gonna try and come and get what's on your plate. And it was it was just like that. Once I got to high school, like 15, 16 years old, it seemed like how shit was. It was it was wild, man. Like I was my mom had a stroke when I was 15 and put in a coma. So I was like down by myself for a long time, like just had people from out of town and shit like that, but nigga, I had to hold myself down. It was me and my homies, like sometimes when nobody home for months, like just due to being in the hospital, we still went to school, tried our best. So nigga got a little older and was like, look, I'd rather get out here and make some money and try to do something, you know, but Jacksonville is definitely, uh, I think it's a cultural place. I think the, the people who are from there, Love it, you know what I'm saying? But they hate it at the same time. Because they know, like, what it is. Like, damn, I'm tired of all this bullshit out here, losing my people to whether it's jail, death, sicknesses, or bullshit. That, but I realized from moving around a lot, man, that's just everywhere, bro. Every 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 place in that hood is the same, in my opinion. Like, it ain't no different from Louisville and Jacksonville. It ain't no different from LA and Boston, it ain't no different from like what I've seen. The shit is just, it's across the board and everybody going through it. It's, it's hard for a lot of us, like especially young black boys and girls and coming into being like young men and shit. It's just tough, man. But hey, it is what it is. We just got to do our part. That's what I be trying to do my best at. Just find my place. Stick with my small circle and do my part because shit gonna be fucked up regardless. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um as far as um when you was uh, younger, man, what type of activities were you in? Did you play any sports or anything like that? Yeah, I was a baseball player, man. That was like my first love in life. Like um I love that shit. It was growing up like in Boston and shit originally, all my brothers was baseball players. So, like, that shit made me want to be a baseball player for real. And I realized I was good at it, had a passion for it. But as I got to high school and got in the band and started skipping school and focus on the wrong shit, being out in the streets when I really should have been in school and focus on females and doing all the wrong shit, my original love, which was baseball, faded away. And it kind of it kind of just turned the whole everything turned away by the time I was like 17 18 my mom had a stroke to the brain and she was never the same again like she was so I became a mechanic at that time I always worked on the cars in the neighborhood and shit I've always been like when I'm dudes that take shit apart and put it back together like I just became a mechanic when I was 18 and was rocking from there and my mom passed away on October 27 2012 so like in a couple of days, it'd be 10 years. It'd be 10 years since I lost my mom to shit. So, I mean, 
it's it's been a roller coaster, man. But shit is coming. Like coming up there, though, it was all in the marching band too. Cause like from down south, people don't realize like the marching band bigger than the football team. For real, like that was our life. Like once the baseball shit wasn't going all right, they won't let me play because my grades and my attendance. The bands they're gonna take. So he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna march, man. Try to go to fam or something or go to Bethune Cookman. Like I'm real big on HBCUs and shit. Like we always love their music and just just schools and shit. So that's kind of been like one of my it was one of my dreams back in the day. But some of my homies, they they did it, made it happen, marched in a hundred, marched at the Super Bowl, something like shit. I did it too. You know, they did it. That was all our dream at one point in time. So I'm just glad a couple of us got to do what we really wanted to go for and shit. And I kind of just took that over my musical talent. And when I was like 25, 26, I started rapping. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to hear about your mama too, man. Man, I appreciate that, man. Um, as far as um, your family, um, did you have anyone in your family that was involved in the music business? Nah, not the music business. Never that. Like, um, my pops, um, he actually, like, he was real big in, uh, I can't tell you who it is, uh, the Commodores. He opened up for them one time. Um, he did a lot of things. He was always in the choir, and he did a lot of things like that. He's still to this day one of the best rappers, singers, poets that I've ever known. So it kind of gave me inspiration. I grew up around people in the house with the studio. And shit. They didn't have it like we got it, though. They was over there hitting on the beat pad and had the keyboard and doing it a little differently. But music was life for us, though. Growing up, like, music always was around me. Most of the people in my family play instruments or do something musically or are somewhat inclined in that way, in that direction, for sure. So would you say that's, that what uh, led you to music, like your whole family being, being like, musically inclined into it? I think uh, for real, what led me into music was missing the band and shit. Like for real though, like, cause when I was young, I used to just like freestyle and play around with them and try to rap, but I wasn't never no good, you know? Like I never took it seriously. But um, I wrote a poem one time about my mom after she passed away. And then one day me and my homies, we used to freestyle. Like once I became like 18, we used to ride around and Roll blunts. I had a Dodge Ram 1500. We used to all jump inside of it, play play instrumentals, and just ride around the city. Roll fat green games before there was anything that there was. They us wish or something like that. We'd be in the car, Phillies, and just smoking and riding and freestyling. We was all trash, like no lie. Like we just did it to have fun and get away. And then I wrote a little poem and put it on a beat one day, and I had my first song, and I never looked back. Once then, like, once I heard myself on the track, I kind of, like, went nuts. I was like, damn, nigga, that's me. Oh, shit, that's fine. Like, I had never heard it before, you know? So once I did that, I didn't even know you're supposed to take a break. I just did the whole thing one take. I'm used to practicing it on my phone. He's like, I ain't stop you, bro, because, but you know you're supposed to, like, do the verse or the hook, the verse, and, like, make a song. I, I didn't even know how to structure a song. I just jumped in there and just started rapping. And I never looked back, bro. Never. Ever since that day. Music been the love of my life. Like, always has been. But that's when, like, creating and using my voice became something. Because I remember, like, I used to tell my mom, I'm going to be on American Idol. She's like, nigga, you can't sing. I'm like, look here, ma. 
I'm be on that motherfucker. Like I know I can sing. She ain't never heard my music before. Like I know she she hears it, but she ain't never like told me like, hey, all right, son, you actually all right. Cause she used to tell me I right. she was like, Yeah, ass. you can't sing. Don't try to do it. Stay away from it. That's not your thing. Stick to what you're good at. I'm never gonna lead you in the wrong direction, but I wish she could she could hear it. Nah, it was different though. I used to really think I was like a Luther or something, and and I still ain't, you feel me? So it's just man, we had a lot of good times back in the day, man, for real. I can feel that, man. So um um list some of the um your favorite music artists you like to uh listen to growing up and also uh explain where you got your rap name from. Okay, okay. Like um favorite music artists. I always like for real, for real, I grew up on pop and just a lot of older rap. Like it wasn't even older for us at the time. That was that was what was hot, you know what I'm saying? Like coming up like in high school, Lil Wayne was everything, everything to us. And my my dad, like this dude has a CD case, like crazy so he used to have all the all the cds all the r&b like old school shit i used to listen to all kinds of things like i was a big um like boys to men fan i was um i remember i can't i never forget when life Janice came out like we played that thing out like non-stop you know what i'm saying i've always been a not gonna say always but jay-z is my favorite rapper today but he wasn't always like when I was younger, before I was like, man, Wayne, Wayne to kill him. You know, Wayne is better. Wayne is better. Like, Pac is better. But then over time and just seeing it, I'm like, damn, Jay is really that guy, man. You know, like, I love Pac's inspiration more than anybody else. He's inspired me most as an artist, like being a Gemini and just how I feel I move through life. I think Pac kind of gave me some of my biggest insight. Okay. I'm just, you know, just musically, but rap wise, I mean, I feel like I try a bunch of different styles. That's my first project was called the Variety Pack. And uh this next one I'm gonna drop is gonna be called Another Variety Pack. And then I'm working on uh my EP right now. My latest stuff is called You Only Get One of Me. So it's kind of like I don't know, I'm gonna just steer away from the whole variety pack thing, making a bunch of different music and really try to come into my sound right now and just let the fans kind of decide what they like best. For yeah. sure. But man, I have a big music influence though, man. Like Jimi Hendrix, Louis Armstrong, like we was really like I man, I love music. Like marching bands like Florida AM, that was huge. They showed me so many different they showed me different songs through all these times like songs I would have never knew like talking out the side of your net like all them songs like uh what is uh like uh backstabber like they showed me a, a lot of songs that you go and you hear the band playing you go look them up and it just brings you back and it's just teaches you a lot about things along the course of time and music and just the transformation and shit but um my name really real deal. Like the one thing I will say that I don't feel like nobody, some people might disagree, but Cypher, like that's who I am. Like throw a beat on, I'm a killer. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do. That's what I've always been known for. Like 
before I ever wrote a song, I was just freestyling. I'll just turn the beat on and kill it beginning to end. And it just, it just kind of like stuck, like, hey, Cypher, And then just as I started to like gain a voice, I just added the soul on it. And just it became Cypher Soul. And the whole meaning of Cypher, like one third knowledge, one third wisdom, one third understanding. I love all the different ways of Cypher and how a Cypher works. It's a circle. It's a completion of something. It's a rap Cypher. You can decipher something like it's just there's so many different meanings to the to the name that I felt like they just fit what I do and the soul came through being a little bit more melodic and rapping to more jazz type beats and being a trombonist so the soul kind of became put on it and I didn't want to just have regular soul you know because like my logo is is literally the sun with the soul on the inside and we all know Spanish soul means sun so like it just it just kind of worked, man. It just kind of went, and I ain't never looked back. That's that's been my name. Okay, so uh, describe um, your first time ever going to a recording studio, and uh, also explain if you're a writer or a freestyler. Like I said, um, the first time I ever went to a studio for real, for real. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know I was supposed to stop. Like I came in, I did the intro. I spit the hook. I spit the verse. I spit the hook. I spit the verse. I did the outro and I never stopped. And he mixed it as one song. That's what I was telling you. It was like, bro, like, that ain't how you do it, man. But the shit was fire. I guess you're used to doing it like that. But I learned structure after that, like, you know, learn how to get a verse together. And I'm going to say both for real, like face to face, like if it's a group of people, we doing this, we hitting the stage, it's a competition. Uh, I like to freestyle. Like if I ever went on Swain in the morning or LA Leakers, I'm not writing nothing. Nothing. I don't care what beat they get. I'm not writing nothing. I'm going to smoke me a couple of blunts before I go in there. And I'm just going to smack that. Like, hopefully the beat fits what I want. But when it comes to making a song and structuring a song, I write. I always write beginning, middle. I try my best to write a beginning, middle, and end. My pops always taught me that. And he also, like, just taught me a, a lot of other, like, little tricks to the game. And we're writing and instrumentals in that. You know, even for other artists. Just because you lose a beat type shit don't mean that those lyrics are bad. You just got to find a a way to make them fit. You know what I'm saying? Like that became big to me right there. Like I got over a thousand notes in my phone and I lost mad beats and I was depressed. Like fuck, fuck rap. I quit. You know, I don't want to do this shit no more. He's like, man, fuck the beat. You got the lyrics, make them fit. And that's when I really feel like I learned the flow when I listened to him and did that. Then I learned like, man, I can do whatever I want. I got all these lyrics. Give me any beat. It don't matter. I can work with different producers if somebody want to throw something out there. If I want to memorize something, I can go just memorize it real quick and put it on and, and do what these guys do over all these different beats. I know ain't nobody really freestyling like that, though. And the whole terminology of freestyle frustrates the hell out of me. Like, you can free verse, you know what I'm saying? But that's like something you wrote. That's what I consider that. They think it's just like, if you ain't reading off your phone, it's a freestyle. I can't say I necessarily agree with that. Like, 
the freestylers here hear that beat like i ain't never heard this beat turn it on i ain't spit no written i'm coming with that like that's what i feel the cypher is all about for real and i miss that shit i wish i could have been around in them days in like detroit and new york when niggas used to be in a circle and just popping and shit like man I, i did one in la that shit was crazy like it was like an invite thing and they had a little a little spot. There was like 30 people in the circle. You stand in the circle and they play your song. Everybody listen to your track and then boom, they put a beat on. And you just rap. Mm-hmm. And that shit was fire. Like, I, I like that shit right there. Like, there's a lot to it, man. I just like that. I like both elements, but it just depends where I'm at. If I'm going to the booth, I'm writing. I don't want to waste an engineer's time. Ever. Or spit some shit when I'm not at my best or something. You know, like, it's better just going with a structured song and have it done. That way I can record three songs in a short time and then they can just mix. You feel me? I ain't got to worry about the whole, ah, damn, spit it again. You missed the mic on that part. Well, bro, it was a freestyle. I don't know what the fuck I said. You, you know, like, it's better when you write it and you and you got it here for real. Okay. I think so. So uh, I know that you're currently uh, independent right now. So would you uh, would you sign to a label if it made sense? If it made sense, yeah. I would just want to make sure, like, I ain't get shelved or nothing. Like, I still want to be able to keep my whole creative process because I'm really feeling like I know my sound at this point. Like, even Stay Awake, like, that's that and that fires everyone's favorite song they're more up paced they but i like more so rock with like lately living like this um you know a lot of my i had to a lot of my other tracks that out there august is dope i, I like fuck with that like that's my latest drop is august i don't know if you heard that yet oh no nah, no nah, i haven't heard it yet yeah that's my latest drop that's like stay awake was actually written and recorded three years ago and august is like written and recorded six months ago not written and recorded it was like written like between the span of like six to three months and recorded and we putting it out that's going to be on a new project right there so that's kind of like the newer sound that i kind of gave to him right there it's just it's it's all about elevation for me for real i'm really trying to just dig into that sound that's where the whole variety pack started out sometimes i really come on that motherfucker singing like you know so it's or i'll just be killing some shit spitting but you don't know what you're going necessarily get i don't even know sometimes that's why i'm really trying to put this last variety pack project out and just go for a, go for a sound that i think my fans are mostly gonna go enjoy before i go sign to a label and shit and they have expectations that i don't meet or something like that i just want to make sure i meet expectations for real. okay so uh describe the time when you first drop music to the public when people was able to hear your music for the first time kind of describe how the city embraced you and uh how to hmm. react when they knew you was uh taking the music series and you was releasing it to the public i feel like that's where um i get my most love for louisville from because the first place i uh ever dropped a song was the song i did for my mama and i, I dropped it on her anniversary day of when she died and I put that track out 
and it, it was heavily embraced. You know what I'm saying? Like at that time, they wasn't messing with the algorithms on Facebook and doing all this craziness. But um, I remember like that's why I have to give uh, a lot of a lot of love, really all the love, and and every Louisville artist really should praise Sasha Renee for the vibe open mic. The first time I ever performed was uh, through one of my homies, Vane. He's a DJ. You know Vane? No. Okay, man. He does a lot of stuff in the hip hop community and uh, I performed at Headliners and it was actually the first time I met Braxton. Um, there was a couple other people that was there. Philly Blocks was there. There was a few other artists and people that I met and made connections with through that show. And after that, I was nervous as fuck. Like, I'm telling you, like, I was in there and a bunch of people was in. I, I got, was driving to the spot, got pulled over. My homie got locked up. He had a warrant. And they let me go. My license was at the crib. So they followed me back to the house. They could have took me to jail too, but they didn't. I told them I had a show. I had to rap for the cops and everything. I was really trying to make this happen. I was at the house pissing. My homies pulled up with a bottle of honey. In a, in a bag and was like, bro, just roll up, start smoking, take some shots. I know you're nervous. Got to the club, forgot my ID. They ain't even won't let me in. So I'm over here like, damn, this is this is bad. And the uh, security guard, he was like, yo, I'm going to let you in. But if your shit is trash, you got to leave. Damn. He was like, if you're trash, you got to go. Like, for real, I'll let you do your show. But if you're not good, you got to leave. And then I ain't have no ID, put a wristband on me. Of course, I was over 21. My uncle passed me a shot and he caught me drinking it. And he was like, look, bro, second you perform, I want you out. I want you gone. Bro, I went up there. I was nervous as hell and I smacked it. And after I came down, like that's when I met Braxton and Philly and all them and people was recording. He was like, hey, bro, don't even worry about it. You can stay. You can drink straight. I know you're over 25. He's like, you killed that. And um, man, I got addicted, bro. Like, then I got on Facebook and seen the vibe open mic. I hit up Sasha Renee, followed that. And then I performed two songs. I did like six minutes and they really like heavily embraced it. And uh, I was dropping on SoundCloud at the time. And I finally went ahead and did my first drop on uh, iTunes and everything. It was doing really good. And it just like, dog, it was the best feeling I ever had. Even if I didn't have tens of thousands of views, seeing 800 come through, 1,000 come through, 300 come through. They just know. And then when people give you feedback, that shit feel good, especially to a person that, that's an artist and is sensitive about their shit, you know? Like, they're going to they gonna know when people going to feel it. And when you feel it, they feel it, and they want more of it. And I couldn't get enough of it, man, for real. That's why I do this shit. That's what's up, man. Uh, so... For anybody that doesn't uh, know about your city, man, kind of describe the music scene and um, and uh, also explain if uh, artists collab with each other or not. On some real, like, my boy in Jacksonville, like, he always was an audio engineer. And I even lived with him for a couple of years. Like, he lived with us for a couple of years. I lived with him this is my homie. Like we came up, like he used to record everybody and I'd be like, bro, I'm next. He's like, nigga, write something. And I just wanted to freestyle, you know, like at that time though, wasn't nobody collabing, bro. 
Well, nobody really showing no love. Everybody kind of wanted to be that guy. We hadn't really had an artist blow up out of Florida. Mass ain't never had nobody. Now you got Millie's Joyner. There's that one chick that's out of there that uh, had that song with uh, Jake Paul. What's her name? Bia. Um, we got artists now. But when I came up, we didn't have nobody. I didn't even know really about the local scene besides my homie and what he was doing in it. Because I wasn't rapping yet like that. I was just wanting to get on the mic and freestyle. And he was like, man, I take this shit seriously. I get paid to do this shit. You can't just jump on my shit and freestyle and think it's going to be good. But, man, wasn't nobody working together. It wasn't really It wasn't really on that time. Not not. Not what I remember. It wasn't. It wasn't like what I seen when I came to Louisville, man. Like Louisville scene was is really. Um, I love to see it just blow up in every way, just because how embraceful it was to me and and how it still is. Like, I ain't dropped. I ain't been consistent. I ain't put videos out. I ain't did as much as they they expect me to do. So, when you don't do what you say you're gonna do, or uh, such and such dropping this date or you do this as an artist, I feel like expectations lower and you got to kind of just keep that up moving and trying to move forward the music process of things. Like, I don't feel like people don't show me love. You'll never see me post like, uh, they don't show me love. I just look at it like I'm not consistent enough because I know I got the product. So if they ain't showing me enough love, it's because I'm not doing enough. Okay. For real. And I got that from here. From this city, Louisville. Absolutely. So, uh, kind of list some, kind of list some of the artists that you work with so far, and uh, name some artists that you want to work with in the future. Um, most definitely. Uh, so far, I've worked with Sasha Renee, um, B Sim, PJ Gifted, Braxton. Um, who else? Who else have I worked with? Um. Uh, Caso King, he now go by AP. I've worked with him. No Porter, that's my La Familia brother. Like um, when I first started, I joined a group called La Familia, and that was that was us. That was we had the LF on the hats, the shirts. We was out here really making big moves. So like that was the squad. That was the team, you know. And um, things kind of went out a little bit, but. It's all still loving me and him. We still working together. We all still in there together, but more so just trying to work independently and helping each other grow the most we can. Um, as far as who I'd like to work with, like um, I want to do something with uh, Jordan Jetson and Jans both. I rock with them heavy. Um, I really want to do something with Trap King Kai as well and on like the R&B tip. I'd really like to work with Mars. Rob Lee, you know, those are just some of my favorite Louisville artists. And just to keep on working with the people I work with, I already know we make this stuff together. So as far as, um, so just, um, that's like in the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's all artists in the city, but you talking about like big artists, like, like signed artists who I like to work with. Oh, it didn't matter. Okay. Uh, so, um, explain to your fans, man. Like, uh, what do you like doing in your spare time when you're not doing music? Man, I'm a mechanic, man. 
I be working on cars all the time. It's just like it kind of um kind of consumes my life a little bit. If I get like some free time, I really do. I like to go bowling. I like to shoot pool. I like playing dominoes, spades. You know, I'm kind of like one of them that like the whole man. Let's let's get this let's let's get these bones cracking, man. Let's hit the bowling alley or something like that. That's kind of just how I grew up. So I used to play video games. I still been trying to get into 2K with my little brother, but I'm not really, really big on it. But man, I, I be on I be on the cars, man, most most of the time. Okay. So um, list your uh, short and long term goals, man. What you want to accomplish musically? Yeah, musically for your music career and in uh, general. That's a really good question, man. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, short term, I feel like um, I got to get right with myself, man. Like, um, I feel like that's what's been uh, kind of putting a hold on the process of what I've been doing is uh, not being all the way there with myself and not having my focus right. And um, musically, I want to start getting some videos out, like here soon, just some visuals tardy songs so I can go ahead and just put out this project you know that of all this stuff it's like it's either going to just die in a hard drive or it's going to go out to the people but I want to I want to put some visuals to some stuff that's out there already and just start to just put my all into it and that that can start now so I feel like that's more short term and focusing on marketing man like even if it's just a little bit at a time just trying to push it out there and uh be more consistent with it. Um, that kind of gives like a overall scheme of like both. And uh, long-term, man, I want to see how far we can take it. Like if um, if I do everything right, the long-term, the short-term will turn into the long-term and it just turned into a bigger scheme of things. And I can be dropping albums and getting millions of views and people waiting on it and inspiring people and touching people's lives with my music, my lyrics, my story, just coming out there and just letting people know that no matter what you've been through, what losses you took, because like in 2012, I lost my mom, my grandmother, my grandfather, and just a few years before that, my cousin, my uncle that just passed, my homies doing life in prison. I lost a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And almost lost myself. And long time, I want people to know we all going to take them losses, get past them, see how big you can go, see how far you can go, because that short shit is going to hurt you in the long run unless you make it help you. Like, I'm living, walking experience of that, and I'm, that's what I'm focusing on right now, trying to get that shit right for me and see how far we can go. You never know, man. Might, might hit the charts one day. Might might be a household name. That's That's what I want. Absolutely, man. So um, name some uh, things you got coming up for the rest of 2022 as far as albums, projects, things like that, and uh, what you got coming in the beginning of next year. As far as 2022, um, I'm definitely going to get at least two visuals out there and drop another variety pack. That's that's happening like that. um, That has to happen. So um, I'm going I'm to give people that it's going to, I don't know how many tracks it's going to be on it, 
I might have to do two of them. I know the attention span is changing. I don't know if I can put 18 songs on a project, but I might have to do nine and nine. But however it goes, I know something is going to drop. And um, that you only get one of me project, man. That's that's 2023. As soon as I can get in there to start recording that, I, that's that's the big change right there. That's That's everything, man. That's like me really getting it out and really spilling my heart to to my fans and my soul and just giving it all in. Okay. And shows, I got to get back on that stage. Got to get back on that stage here soon. Absolutely. So, so um, how do you want people to perceive you? I, want, I don't want people to just perceive me as like a like a conscious rapper or lyricist i want people to just perceive me as an overall artist like i want people to see the artistry and uh musicianship that goes into my music and whether it's someone making me beats or what i hear the instrumentation in my music i want to be perceived as music i want people to see like damn this dude got a good ear got a good voice he uh i want to be perceived like completely as music like when you think music, I want Cypher Soul to hit your mind. Like, I want to be perceived as someone who, you know, does what they say they're going to do. I got to change it up. I got to switch it up. When I when I drop this next day, it's, it's got to happen. You know, I can't be perceived as someone who, oh, he's supposed to binge out. Oh, man. Give up on him. Nah, we ain't doing that. It's just want to be perceived as someone who does what they say they're going to do and, and look at me as music. Fleer. Absolutely, man. So closing remarks, man. Anything you want to tell the people that you got going on or you got coming up, man, and let people know how to find you on social media, things like that. Yo, for real, for real, like, I want everybody to know to keep going, like, for real. Don't let your, don't let your life affect your dreams because before you know it, your dreams will be past you and your life will still be going on, like, that's why right now my main focus is trying to trying to beat that and and trying to get that intact because if I don't, it's just gonna be long gone. And I'm gonna be looking back saying what I could have did, you know, because got the potential, got the got the talent, you know. Like, so I wanna just let everybody know to don't take life so serious. If you have a bad day, just say fuck it and try again tomorrow. You know, like, and as far as like the future goes, just be looking out for me. I'm going to be making music. I'm here. Cypher Soul on all platforms. C-Y-P-H-E-R-S-O-L. And on Instagram, it's just Cypher Soul, all one word, underscore. It's that same one on everything. I'm going to jump on Twitter and start talking with people a little bit more and doing some more stuff, posting some more things. But, man, just don't let life stop your goals because life going to go on. And your goals will fade away or your dreams will pass you by. Like, so just keep going. You can live through me. I done fucked it all up, but I'm here to stay. The life goes on and we can try again for real. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on the uh, podcast, man. And, uh, you know, anytime you want to come on the podcast, man, you know, uh, you can hit me up anytime, man. You know, I do episodes every week. Uh, uh, record all the time and they don't just have to uh 
be an interview, man. I talk about real stuff too, like as far as you know, relationships, child support, or you know. Yeah, man, we can do we can do that anytime. I ain't even know what to expect, man. I just um I came on here just you know just just with you for the first time, and uh, yeah, I definitely jump back on, man. I'm I'm out there. I done seen a lot of walks of life, man. I, I got a lot of shit to say and talk about. So um, and I appreciate you having me, man. This was dope. Um, I definitely look forward to doing it again, man. And shout out to all the viewers and everybody who's going to see this, man. And hopefully y'all rock with me. All right, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, everybody go check out, man, Cypher Soul on all streaming platforms and uh, follow him on Instagram. And uh, be on the lookout for all his music, man. And uh, I appreciate all my supporters that's been supporting the podcast. Big shout out to my uh my fan base. Uh, we almost at 2,500 subscribers on YouTube. So uh, I want to um, appreciate everybody just uh, taking time to listen and uh, see what I got going on on my platform, man. And, um, and, uh, I appreciate you coming on, bro, and you have a good night. Hey, you too, fam. Thank you. You too.